This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Okay, well, every time October rolls around, we always get questions on this podcast and even in the church about Halloween and whether it's permissible and whether it's not for Christians, and we've dealt with that before. This isn't a question about Halloween, but there's another holiday that Christians often celebrate at the same time, October 31st, which is we call Reformation Day. And uh, this refers famously to the moment in, w- in which Martin Luther uh, stamped his 95 theses on the doorway of the Wittenberg Cathedral in Germany in uh, 1517. And so obviously this is significant in terms of the Protestant Reformation um, in which we find ourselves as, as uh, in, in, the, in the stream of, um, of people of faith who, who look back to that as a significant event. So I wonder if you could just speak um, a little bit about that. You know, what role has the Reformation played in church history since? And specifically, how has an event, a significant event like that, the Reformation, um, how has that helped Christians, even today, in understanding their Bibles and, and knowing what the Lord's will is for them. Yeah, in my mind, Josh, the, the most significant ongoing influence of the Reformation is represented in the, in the principles and the truths, the doctrines that were sort of rediscovered. I mean, that's really what you have there is it's not the invention of anything. It's not the mm-hmm. beginning of anything in that sense. It was the rediscovery of gospel truth that had been buried under Roman Catholic tradition and teaching, you know, for nearly a thousand years. And so that was Luther and Calvin and Zwingli and others. That that was the greatest contribution of all, was just driving people back to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And so you think about the five solas, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we often talk about around that time period, and each one just represents biblical Christianity to, to believe that Salvation is by grace alone. It's by faith alone. It's in Christ alone. Scripture alone is the final authority. All to the glory of God. I mean, these are the things that that every genuinely saved person is taught by the Spirit of God to embrace. And so, really, what we're talking about in terms of ongoing influence is is how God worked at that that time period in such a way, in a large way. It's not. It's not like those truths were lost entirely. They were believing people throughout the ages. But there's this large movement in Germany and throughout Europe in which those truths are rediscovered and it's like the landscape is set on fire with truth. And it's encouraging, I think, from my heart, even given the time we're living in right now, you know, times can seem dark. And it seems like even the the evangelical world is is sometimes in a in a spiritual spasm. Like you see sort of disorder and uh, things that discourage you. But in a moment, in an instant, God can bring good out of times that seem very evil. And He can do mighty things in times when we're wondering if anything is going on, so to speak, that would encourage our hearts. So all of that, I think, speaks to my heart of, the, of what God did then that was so important, but what God is doing today that still represents the same work, and that is uh, saving people and then, then galvanizing them in the truth that's found in the Scriptures. Do you see there to be any influence on you personally in terms of expository preaching? Like, yeah. Do you trace that back maybe to this moment and, yes. and not prior to that? That's a great point you make. Yeah, in fact, um, it's interesting, you know, not just one authority, but many authorities note that that was really a preaching movement as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luther was influential in terms of writing and things of that nature, but he was primarily a preacher. And so what happened 
in pulpits all over the place was uh, we, we go back to the Word of God, and it's not just a revival of preaching, but a revival of biblical preaching. Mm-hmm. So the Bible is the authority, and we're going to mm-hmm. exposit the Scriptures. And it's not the altar at the center. Mm-hmm. It's the pulpit at the center. And, and so, yeah, it's, it was a revival of preaching, and, and God, it was an awakening that was tied to the declaration, the proclamation of the Word of God. And so to this day, we, we practice the same principles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting to me that it seems that uh, Calvin and Luther specifically, but certainly others, that when there is, when these reforms have have taken place, and there is a lot of renewal in terms of understanding the Word of God, that their instinct and impulse is to start teaching books of the Bible, sort of verse by verse or chapter by chapter, maybe in in certain passages, especially in the Old Testament or in the Gospels, rather than say, "I'm going to address this topic and do sort of a systematic overview." That that can be good and helpful in certain ways. But it seems like both of them, as maybe the most influential of the reformers in in Europe, are saying, I'm going to start with this book, and I'm going to, Galatians 1, 1, and I'm going to go all the way through verse by verse. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, yeah. in fact, at times they were displaced due to persecution, and mm-hmm. and they returned to their pulpit and pick right up where they left yeah. off, you know, in terms of Calvin. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. just, I mean, if you, if you understand what the Word of God is, then you understand there's a reason not only for what God gave, but how He gave it. Mm-hmm. And and if he if he if he's giving truth in consecutive in a consecutive format, then the best way to understand that truth and teach that truth is in a consecutive format. And so it's actually your belief about the Word of God that mm-hmm. drives you to that style of teaching the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And, and you're exactly right. They, they practice that and and are great models for us as we strive to practice that. Yeah, and uh, one one central I guess effort on on behalf of the reformers, Calvin and Luther, others, of course. Is to get the. It seems to be to get the scriptures in the hands of the the layperson in their language. So maybe you could speak a little bit about that. The importance of, of the individual in the pew of having the the Bible in their own language. Yeah, that was something that that uh, I mean Luther translated the scriptures into the German language for his people, and so he wanted. Uh, he had more confidence in a layman who had the Word of God in his hands and in his mouth than a pope or councils that were making their decisions based upon tradition. And we have that mm-hmm. same confidence. If the Bible is the authority, then the people of God need the Bible. And, and the people of God are equipped, uh, you know, I believe in the sufficiency of Scripture, that if you have the Word of God, you have what is sufficient to live the Christian life. Mm-hmm. And so uh, don't, don't give us homilies in Latin that the people can't even understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, teach us the Scriptures in the language the people know and put the Scriptures into their hands mm-hmm. so they can read it and and live it. Yeah. And do you think these men, we, we look back at them as sort of like heroes of the faith, and there's certainly a place for that, as the scriptures even show us, as sort of heroes. But do you think, you know, like, uh, like, like say, Hebrews 11, they, they had their own foibles, and, and did they err in, in some, of their, uh, some of their efforts to bring reforms to the church? Certainly they did. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so do we. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I was just reading something this morning, Josh, about how the Christian life sort of the journey that we're all on, which is at the very outset of it, we're acquainted with our sinfulness to a degree that we understand that Christ and Christ alone saves us and our answer to God is found in Him alone. And then you begin to grow in the Christian life and if you're not careful, you begin to put some confidence in your abilities or whatever. But then as you as you go far enough along through difficulties, through your own failures, you come face to face again with the fact that really without Christ, you stand before God naked. There is nothing that you, that you and I have that would ever answer for our sin debt 
except mm. Jesus. Mm. And so we continually get taken back there, not only by remembering how our heroes of the faith still had their weaknesses, but by looking at ourselves in the mirror and recognizing we have mm. ours, and yet God's grace is sufficient to mm. save us. Yeah. Do you think, lastly here, do you think the doctrines of grace are traced back to this time period, or does it go before that? Well, the, the rediscovery of them for, for, mm. for certain. Yeah, not trace. I mean, it's found in the Scriptures themselves, but right. those men... Uh, This was a great emphasis that salvation is all of God during the Reformation period. Mm -hmm. And and there's such a need for that in the church of of our time and any time, an understanding of that great salvation that God has brought about in our case to really grasp that it's not explained by us in any way but by Him, which includes the the truths of predestination and all the rest. So definitely an understanding of, of grace is something that God revived at that time, and we need a revival of that same understanding in our time. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener-supported, so if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.